Welcome to There Are Good Things Here, the podcast where we reflect on the lessons Katie Hubbard learned about living as she was preparing to die. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I never once opened Katie's journals while she was alive. Now I'm opening them up to you so you can discover resources for your faith, refreshing honesty, and unexpected joy for the journey through a painful world with a wonderful God. Sunday, December 6th, 2015. Dear Lord, the house showings are tiring. Tiring to get ready for and then tiring to put everything back out. I trust you. I know you will sell our house, your house, in your time. I don't know why you haven't sold it yet, but would you sell it soon or not bring anyone else through until the buyers come through? You know my state. All of these extra things are exhausting. If you've just joined into this podcast, Katie is talking about selling our house in Illinois, which was on the market uh, in preparation for our move to Wisconsin. We had had a few showings and some interest, but no strong interest. And she's writing about the toll that it was taking on her at this point in uh, her life with the cancer as advanced as it was. She goes on to write, It was a good weekend. The girls, Joe and I, went to the mall on Friday night and found a bunch of great stuff. And then we met Becky at Courier Cafe. Then we watched White Christmas, which really is a sweet, uplifting movie. So, by the way, there's your Christmas movie recommendation from Katie. Uh, There is a story, by the way, about White Christmas, and maybe I should just interject here. When Katie and I were dating, we only broke up one time, and it was an evening that we had purchased tickets to go see White Christmas at the Alabama Theater in Birmingham, and we weren't breaking up because we didn't like each other. We were breaking up because we didn't feel like we could exercise enough self-control in our relationship with one another. And so uh, there was no lack of love there. And we decided that even though we needed to break up, we would go out on a date anyway to see White Christmas at the Alabama Theater. We went to see White Christmas. We came home and we decided that it was silly to be broken up. So we got back together. So I like to say that the only three or four hours that Katie and I ever broke up, we were on a date. There you go. White Christmas. Uh Katie goes on to write, the house showing on Saturday morning, Swedish pancakes with the Cahees, Isla's one-year birthday party, Rachel's surprise party, Kayla went to Cranert Center to hear the Messiah, today was church, premarital counseling with Lucas and Hillary, and then the Christmas cantata. Those were all things that had just happened, and her ex- uh, exclamation at the end of the paragraph is worn out with a smiley face. And then Deuteronomy 7.22, and the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you little by little. You will be unable to destroy them at once, lest the beast of the fields become too numerous for you. Uh, Katie is going to mention the uh, 
passage there from Deuteronomy 7.22, and I think the theme that captured her attention was little by little. The Lord will do this little by little. Monday, December 6, 2015. Dear Lord, movement, smiley face, and I'm not going to read the entire paragraph because the kind of movement that she's speaking of is intestinal. She was having problems at this time. She says, my face is still puffy. I woke up kind of weepy. Is it hormones or narcotics or life? We didn't have milk or juice in the house, and the girls were grouchy and kind of snippy. Wow, that hurt my feelings. Christmas time makes me want to bake and be crafty and decorate, and a move doesn't much lend itself to that. And what if it's my last? I love Christmas so much, but I am so tired. I just want to lie down. Healthy people have so much energy. I was thinking about that at the cantata last night. Imagine being able to stand and sing through that whole performance. Deuteronomy 10:12. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command you today for your good. Fear the Lord, walk in all his ways, love him, serve the Lord your God with all your heart and soul, keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes. And then from Deuteronomy 11.3, But your eyes have seen every great act of the Lord which he did, Therefore, you shall keep every commandment which I command you today, that you may be strong and go in and possess the land which you cross over to possess. Tuesday, December 8, 2015. Dear Lord, wow, I am tired. It was a big day, though. I didn't nap. I worked all morning and then met Kara for coffee and then ran some errands quite the time of this friend. She's lost everything, and I can't imagine being estranged from, estranged from my family. The NAV Christmas party is tomorrow. I feel so icky, and I know it is a combination of meds, side effects, and feeling poorly. I had some challenges with a staff person recently. I don't know what to do with that. I get so frustrated. December 13th, 2015. Dear Lord, yesterday was a hard day. I woke up in a lot of pain. I'm trying to reduce my steroids because of my bloating. Pain triggers all of my anxieties and brings everything front and center. And then the Dilaudid, which is a pain medication Katie was on, makes me feel icky, dirty, like I have done something wrong. That is a gross feeling, and that is how I begin my day. We filled out all of the ski school stuff and finally got it in the mail, and then Norman realized he forgot to put postage on it. Really? And by the way, I don't mind reading that because these were the little things that for her 
in a state of health would have been easier to bear, uh, even though, quite frankly, living with me trying to manage details can be frustrating, frustrating for anyone at their best. But it was all of these little things on top of all the pain from cancer and the complications of medication and the way that the pain meds were making her feel that give you a sense of how she was doing at this time. Another friend texted about getting together during my final week here, Katie writes. Our days are rapidly compressing. Sheesh, I get so irritated at requests like this because people have known for weeks that we're moving. This is why we told everyone early. Kayla had a going-away party for Abby, a friend of hers from high school, from one to four. It's hard to believe that both those girls are moving. Kay's was out of butter and sugar, and thankfully I was at Schnucks. That's our grocery store, by the way. You led me to get her a nice flower arrangement, and I am grateful because it was a huge hit. Then our builder emailed me about cabinet plans, and most of them were not what we had talked about, so we had to sit down and talk that through, which is what we did when we were there in November. That was frustrating. Then we zoomed around for another showing. Definitely did not have things looking perfect. We went to the Cahies for rotisserie, then left in two separate cars for Judah's choir concert. We arrived at Judah to drop Rachel off and go in and get a seat, and the phone rings, and it's Kayla, and her car won't start. So Norman drives back down to Savoy to get her. The concert was wonderful. Rachel just radiates you. Everyone comments on it, and the band director even put her front and center. It was 65 degrees yesterday with 95% humidity and hot. Norman couldn't even paint. The weather was crazy. We turned on the air conditioner. And by the way, that would be mid-December in Illinois. It was absolutely unreasonable how hot it was at that point. Then, Katie goes on, Norman thought that Ski Club was $800, so that was tense. So a couple of times now, you can see that my ability to handle details, our Ski Club was registration for the kids for our move to Wisconsin, was actually half that price, and let's just say we didn't have a lot of extra money. Uh, so that was frustrating for Katie, and she says... And I'm running around, swelled up like a tick. My coat is stretched tight across my stomach, and my face is huge and round. Maybe because my neck is squishy, I feel like I look more squatty than ever. And I honestly can say it is an effort to go out. Throw in the cane that I have to use, and I just don't feel so great at all. And of course, all of the other issues. Why am I bloating and bruising so bad? Why are my shots and IVs so painful? The bruise on my arm from my IV a month ago is creepy. How long will I live? Is this my last Christmas concert to see Rachel? And then there is the house for sale. What a big thing. Our friends just got a full-price cash offer on their house. 
sweet. I feel it would be so wonderful not to have to keep readying and then readying the house. I can't imagine moving anywhere else after this. All three kids have to start school on January the 4th. Lord, I know good things come of hard things, but there's just so much hard that they all have had to take care of. Maybe it's just aftermath, a letdown from last week, making it out to the AGR house, the Christmas party, the staff party. People sure have been giving generously. I believe I deposited $3,000 yesterday, and I'm very excited about our new house. I see how you give us piece after piece, a sink, landscaping, and it helps me see how this is little by little. 2 Samuel 7, 1. I keep getting verses for our new house about rest. Now it came to pass when the king was dwelling in his house, and the Lord had given him rest all around. And verse 21, For your word's sake, and according to your own heart, you have done all these great things to make your servant know him. Thanks for joining me for There Are Good Things Here, the podcast where we're reflecting on Katie's last days of life. I pray that it will be a blessing for you to hear from her during her last Christmas season. My blessings to you. Thank you.